In this episode of Man vs. Marriage, what do you need? What do you need? Ow. What do you need? We'll be right back. Gina Moran, honey, <clears throat> how are you? I'm good. I'm being entertained. Are you not entertained? Stop <clears throat> it. You're just making it worse. I, I don't know how to stop. Hmm. My voice needs to get its crap together. Okay. This episode is going to be a hybrid, and I'm going to approach it with some selling techniques that I have learned over the last year of my career. Sounds weird. Your face changed when I said that. <laughs> um, but I'm going to do that. And then if we have the opportunity, Jeannie and I are going to have an open discussion in this episode or one to come about what our needs are. Because truly... I've been focused on helping everybody with their needs. I don't know what my needs are. That cat is now out of the bag. Hmm. Lost some focus. I'm sure they're in there, but I need to dialogue through it to really understand what they are. And I want to do that on a microphone so that you, the listener, get the opportunity to hear Jeannie and I talk about that very thing. It's going to be pivotal in next year's uh, Man versus Marriage platform. So, with that being said, Make sure if this podcast is impacting your life in a positive manner, please rate and review it. And the review, make it awesome. The rating, it can go as high as five stars or as low as five stars. So make it five stars. <laughs> <laughs> and if the, if the podcast is not impacting your life in a positive manner where you would want to give it a five-star rating, Email me at Quincy at MVSMPodcast.com and tell me how we can help you because that's what we're here to do. The promise is to share our journey and what we're going through and the principles we learn from our marriage coach to transform our relationship. If you're going through something we haven't, how can we help? We'll help you figure out what that looks like. And um, if we haven't been through it, I've got some contacts with with some experts that that have and know what that's like and I can point you in their direction so let us know how we can help you now what do you need and some selling techniques it's funny because you know what I do now is it's called product development but it's still selling in a sense and we don't like we sell we rent objects if you will but truthfully what we have to rent you is irrelevant. What's most impactful is what your goals are. What are your pain points? 
And how can we create a solution to help you improve those? And so that's kind of the approach. I thought about it while I was going through some training. And a lot of times in sales, we have the technique that was so fondly referred to as the show up and throw up technique. Mm. Which is you show up and say, hey, this is all the things I can do to make your life better. And I can do this and give you that. I can do this and Word do that. vomit. Yeah. Show up and throw up. And sometimes, you know, in a podcast format, Jeannie and I can show up and throw up. I mean, the show is about our journey, and that's what I wanted. I, that's what my goal was to bring you that journey. But what are you getting out of it? And if you're not getting anything out of it, is it because you don't know what your needs are? So if I was to ask you, well, shoot, man, what, what's the what goal do you have for your marriage and your relationship? Could you articulate that to me? Could you tell me? What are the goals that you have for your relationship? Does that even make sense to you? Why would I have a goal for my relationship? Well, if, you, if, if what you have in life is not growing and progressing, then it is ultimately dying. You know, and uh, that's why I would challenge you to say, well, what are your goals for your life? If you don't have goals for your relationship, do you have any goals for your life? Do you, are you challenging yourself to develop and to grow? To sharpen the edge of the sword? Or is it dull? Because the beauty is this life is a gift. And we're all at different points on the map. But this life is a gift. So what goals are you setting for yourself? So that you can maximize this gift. And this opportunity that you get to live every single day. In your current experience, you may say, well, that sounds stupid because I'm miserable. My current experience sucks. I'm depressed. I'm pissed. I'm not having sex. My wife and I scream at each other. Or we just don't talk at all. My finances suck. My job sucks. Therefore, my life sucks. So, yeah, sounds like a gift. I say, well, it is because you woke up on the right side of the daisies and the beauty is you have the opportunity now that you are aware that your life sucks to improve it. And that's where people that care about you come in. And I'm one of those people. So what are the goals you have for your life? Because Jeannie and I always like to do what? Back it up to you first. Where can you take responsibility? Um, woman. <laughs> and so, you know, I, there's, there are times where I go in and I'm so excited to tell people. This is in life and in business. I'm so excited to tell people what I believe I can do to help them. Does that sound familiar? Um, that I stop... I don't stop and think, well, do these people really want my help? Do they know if they need help? And is their mind on improving their current experience? Or are they just trying to survive the day? 
And so if I take that same mindset into this particular podcast, I want to cause you to think about that. What do you need? What are your goals? What is the vision you have for your life? And so we kind of take this and we go through it. And, you know, I've, I've been in front of a customer one time that says, okay, well, we've had people in here before. So go ahead and tell me. This is, this is probably, besides the owner, this is the, the highest level of executive in this organization. And I get to sit in front of them and talk to them. He says, okay, we've, we've had people try this before, but go ahead and tell me all the things that you have. And I said, well, first of all, if you've ever watched Fred Flintstone, that's what my brain did. Because I was like, oh, crap, what am I going to say? I wasn't prepared for this question. But I love those moments. And I said, well, I could sit here and tell you all the things we have, but that's not necessarily going to do you any justice. Because that's not really how we work. We're actually focused on creating something that's specific for you. So we need to hear what your goals are for your business. We need to hear where, where are the pain points, where are the places of frustration that you keep coming up against. And then how can we partner with you to start making a difference? For us, How can we strategize together to start making these little improvements based on what you want for your business? Because that's where we're, that's where we specialize. And that changed the conversation. So I started this podcast with step after step after step of how Jeannie and I transformed, like the process and the principles we use to transform our relationship. And that may not even relate to you. Now, about almost 45,000 times that's related to somebody. Um, but I'm saying that may not necessarily relate to you. You may not even know that those things are there in the podcast. They are. This, I mean, at the time of this podcast, we're going to be over 270 episodes. So there's plenty of things for you to learn. Yeah. That's a big deal for once a week podcast. So I, I look at that and I go, well, shoot, man. How, how can I apply this to my life? How can I take what I'm using in business and bring it back to my home, which I've done before, and engage my children and engage my relationship? So what are your goals? What's one or two things that you want for your relationship or your family? You know, not to date the podcast, but we're coming up to it's time for the new year. And traditionally, we do something as a family, whether it's a poster or a T-shirt or a pair of shoes. We do things so that we can set some goals to achieve throughout the, throughout the, the year coming. They're not resolutions. We don't result to resolutions. We set out to say, I want to accomplish this. And in order for me to do it, here are the things that I'm going to do. Like I thought about this today. Um, Mo and I, my youngest daughter and I this year have gone from 75 to 75. It's called 75 hard. That's it's, we don't do it exactly like everybody else does it around the world because that you're supposed to read a certain number of pages each day 
and involve exercise, which we do, and your food. You know, it's it's a challenge to yourself. What can you do in these 75 days? Go hard. It's only 75 days. Go hard. And so a lot of times people will do that to start the year. Well, Mo and I did that. Throughout the year. And we did it, <laughs> and we would take a couple days off, and then we would start again and take a couple days off and start again. So we've done that. And I think we started the year at doing 70 push-ups a day, and we ended the year at doing maybe it was 60 push-ups a day, and we ended the year doing 80 push-ups a day, five days a week. And we were very Not faithful. Not counting football games. Well, we used we, – we did it six days a week, but we, we would use Alabama um, scoring touchdowns in our little deal to accomplish our – you know, 80 push-ups for that day. And a lot of times they delivered. Um, <laughs> so, you know, I looked at that and I go, let's calculate. Because we missed some, there were some days where we missed. We didn't do Sunday push-ups. And then a couple times, like, you know, recently I've been ill. <clears throat> just kind of fighting a cold. So I was like, I'm not doing those. So there's a few days in there that we didn't do push-ups. But I'm thinking to myself, why don't we make an annual goal for push-ups? And then we'll take it and fold them into our 75 hards uh, during the week and increase and hit it. And what's a, what's a ridiculous number? Because she's going to be going into the Air Force. So I want her to set a hard target and let's go after it. I got to say, where did she get that perfume? She got it for herself. So now my smell is somebody else's smell. Okay. Sorry. Sorry, I, I got frustrated there for a second. That's my, you have to understand, he bought me that fragrance how many years ago, and it has been my fragrance for many, many years. It's the best. It's it's his favorite for me, and one of my kids, my girls always steal it. They always steal it. Come in and, you know, can I have a spritz here and there? And yeah, okay, sure. I'm good with it. I'm good with and it. Now I just... She ha now one of them came in and was like, I found it online. I bought my own. So now my kid smells like me. And the look on your face was just devastation for a second. <laughs> yeah, it's for other reasons. But I, I digress. Um, so. You want to do an annual. Yeah, the push-up. So I thought, well, shoot, man. I want to add that in because I don't know. I don't know how many. What's there, 52 Sundays? I mean, 52 weeks. So, yeah. Yeah. So if I just do the quick math, bear with me, listener. Let's say an average of 72 push-ups um, times 4 times 52. 52 times 4 times 52. Okay, so that's, I just did an average of 4 days counting, you know, and I only did 72 as opposed to 80. And that's 14,976 push-ups. And I think we can do more. So I'm looking at it and going, if that's, we did roughly 15,000 push-ups this year. What's 20,000 look like? So I have to talk to Mo. Anyway, <laughs> I, I say all that to say that, you know, give yourself some goals. Don't turn over a new leaf. Fire off in the right direction. Because leaves blow with the wind. And that's not what I want for you. So what goals do you have? What pain points? What Do you know what a, when I, 
this is a business term, honey, but you know, you've been in Moran business for a long time, but out in the business world, there's something called pain points. Do you know what those are? Yeah. Places that are difficult or that rub you the wrong way because they cost you too much or they're taking on a a different turn than what you want them to. Yeah. It's something that continues to come up no matter what you do. So teenagers, I understand. (laughs) Well, we wouldn't need teenagers to have our own pain points. We are our own best advocates for pain points in our life. But I say that because just take a step back and look at your relationship and say, where are, nah, scratch that to yourself, to your health, to your faith. Um, to your life, what are a few pain points? And don't say my spouse, okay? Because that's another time. Uh, she may feel the same way about you, homie. Um, but what are a couple pain points and how can you, I love to say, redesign and redefine those parts of your life. You do it with words and then you do it with actions. So what do you need? And if you take that pathway to get there as far as goals and pain points and really starting to understand, like, look and, you know, really ask yourself, like I'm asking you, you know, what are your goals? And if you say, crap, I don't know. Well, there, there's your first problem. You don't have anything that you are working to achieve. And, I, and I'm a firm believer that we as men are like wired to achieve something. We are. We need to be challenged. We need to have something to protect in our life. And we need some adversity. Now, you might be creating a lot of your own adversity, which is really misery. But uh, what do you need? And then what are the pain points that continue to get in your way? And why am I asking you? Because I believe that's how we can best serve you, the listener. Now, If you thoroughly enjoy listening to our journey and that's why you're here, you love listening, you know, to about what we go through and how we make it right and what our principles are, you appreciate, uh, you know, our perspective on communication and on sex and on arguing, et cetera, um, parenting and so much, you know, you appreciate all that and you are here along for the ride and you take what you can from it and apply it to your life, um, then that's wonderful. And that's, we want you here for those reasons. But if you're looking for something a little bit more, you're looking on how can I take this and apply it to my life specifically, you need to know what you need. And that's recently with uh, a listener. We did listener email, struggling to find the what, the why and the how. In order, I don't know how it is for women, honey. You can talk about this, but for men, in order to know what your purpose is, you really have to know yourself. I don't know how women come to that conclusion. Um, but I, you know, I am, I'm in that journey myself right now where there are some people who are just tremendous athletes and it's like, okay, well, you absolutely figured out, you know, what you're here to do and, and whatever that means long term, but you're doing what you were made to do. You go to a concert, you go listen to Chris Stapleton sing. I think he's figured it out. Mm-hmm. He knows exactly what it not only is he a gifted singer, but he's a gifted songwriter. Lauren Daigle, go sit in her concert. 
Luke Bryan. Go sit in his concert. Shoot. Old school. Diamond Rio. Sit in their concert. You know. So, men, you know, we have to understand ourselves. What drives you? What gives you some sort of meaning? What is it that you need in your life? And that's kind of where it's derived from. I live my life based on this philosophy, be the need. And I'll tell you, there are some, li- there are some areas in my life where I'm failing miserably at that. Jeannie and I need support in a certain way with autism. I, we're supporting each other. Um, but I'm not being that need at all. I'm not being a voice and an advocate. I'm not looking for how to, how to develop the needs that we have around the new city that we live in because it's hard and I only had so much bandwidth. So use this format to figure out what it is you want and you need in your life. The want are the goals. The needs I would look at as the pain points because those are where you need solutions in your life. And then how can we help you figure out what it is you need? Um, honey, how do how do how are you coming to this conclusion? Mm. I don't know. I'm revamping it at the moment because my purpose has always been you and the kids and, you know, filling the role of whatever's needed there. Um, but they're getting to a place where that's not as prominent anymore. They're making their own decisions and they're moving forward. So I'm always going to be mom, but they're not going to need to rely on me near as much as far as, you know, I won't have to be at all the parent meetings. I won't have to be driving all the time. Um, so I don't know. I mean, I feel like right now my purpose is shifting a little bit, um, gearing more towards the podcast and those things, writing, um, you know, I, I don't know a defined purpose. I just know that there's more than what I'm doing at the moment and I'm just kind of feeling it out. Yeah. And I've found myself there too. And like I've shared with many people, you know, in the past, I don't, I haven't, really known what because there was a time in my life where I thought I had to be a pastor or I just couldn't live with myself then there was a time in my life where I thought I had to be a football coach or I couldn't and live with I myself live with you. yeah um and I quit both of those because I needed to put my family first mm-hmm. and come to find out my one of my main purposes was to be a great husband and a great father. And I wouldn't find out until, you know, over 20 years later that my purpose would be to carry on the legacy of both my grandfathers, which is to be famous in my family. And I don't mean Hollywood famous. I mean family famous. Yeah. Because both of those men and their wives and their marriage are famous within our families. And, you know, I was talking to somebody on the on the phone the other day and at my grandfather's I don't I don't 
I don't comprehend or probably don't agree with this, but at, you know, at his celebration of life, I said, man, I, I just want to be half the man that man was. And this particular individual said, Quincy, you're that and more. And I was like, it's because you picked up on what he was trying to teach you as a young man. You're doing, you're doing what grandpa taught you. Most definitely. And I, I don't know. I, maybe I just, I don't know what it is anyway. I was taken aback. It's not like blasphemous, but to me, it's like, man, you know who that guy is? Um, so, you know, I, I began to learn that, you know, God gave me the gift to speak. He just did. I'm not great at building crap. I mean, come on over to my house. Go back to my house a few years ago, and you'll see the countertop I tried to build. I enjoy it, but it doesn't come naturally to me. We have those friends in our life that can walk up to a pile of wood, you know, screws, hammer, nail gun, and they can make something beautiful out of it. I was talking to a guy the other day. He's like, I never read the instructions. This guy, this guy's a freaking electrician. And he's like, I don't read instructions. I might glance at them if there's pictures, but I just intuitively can put things together. And it's like, man, that's not my skill set. And then he chastised me uh, for that. But, you know, you need knowing what your gift is will help you derive what your purpose is. And what your purpose is, is how can you make a positive impact on people in this lifetime? And that, for me, is through the gift of teaching, coaching, mentoring, and loving people. It's what I'm made to do, without a doubt. Ask my kids. They get tired of me turning everything into a lesson from time to time. And I'm okay. And I spent a lot of time helping a bunch of people that didn't ask me for help. And I thought I was the problem, which, in theory, I was because they were not asking me for help. But I was so set on trying to help them. You can even ask my dad if you ever meet him. Uh, I would get off work about 10 o'clock at night, get home, get my supper, sit at the table in the middle of the house, and have counseling sessions with my friends on the telephone while my dad and stepmother were trying to sleep. I'm sure it was very annoying. You still do that, only now they're your own children, not friends on the phone. Affirmative. So with that, I understand more and more what my purpose is. I allowed fear to hold me back from stepping into that. And thank God for people like Ed Milette. Because that guy and the people that he surrounds himself with and the guests he has in his program, they help you to remove all the excuses. And so now I know that on a grander scale, Jeannie and I, we, we're the winning duo, without a doubt. We, her and I went and spoke one time at a marriage conference before any of this was years and years and years ago. Before man versus marriage was even a thought. That's right. And... It was magical. Like I'd gone to speak by myself. You know, I had preached and other things. But when we did this together, there was magic there. And, and people told me as much um, that they had like an emotional experience when we were talking and about our relationship. So I know it's meant for us, maybe not as much her, but I know it's meant for us to go out and make an impact on people's lives and do this thing in person, not just on a podcast, but do it in person where we can interact with people. So what do you need? And we're not going to have time on this particular episode, but we are going to come back to you and we are going to talk through finding out what our needs are. Because over time, those needs, 
they kind of change a little bit depending on what season of life you're in. And I want us to do that with you. I want you to hear the process that we go through to figure it out. I'm slightly embarrassed that I can't just rattle my needs off just off the top of my head. Uh, but I need to be more aware of them so I know how to communicate that to Jeannie and I know how to define my goals as we move forward because this is a different part of life. Every day we're in life, it's a, it's a, a, it's a place we've never been. And that's true for you too. So with that, please use these principles. Review your life. Maybe even have a conversation with your spouse about what our goals are. And if she looks at you like you're an idiot and say, what, what's a goal? Well, just take one for the team. Um, but go through the process. Go through the process with yourself first and then bring her to the table so that y'all can talk about it. And I'm sure that you're much farther ahead in this lifetime than Jeannie and I were because this kind of stuff just wasn't a thing when we first got married. But I don't know where you are in the journey. Honey, anything you want to say relative to that, any um, setting a goal, I know you're in the midst of like restructuring what these things are and discovering what your new direction is going to be. So it, it can be foggy and, and hard to articulate, but give us something before we rock this out. It kind of is for me right now, but... Um I'm trying to, I'm taking my life in three different categories and I'm trying to decide what my purpose is in each category. And then how do I make those three things my one? You know, that so, is freaking brilliant. Because, Will you write that down or you got that written down somewhere? No, but you can listen to it and write it down. Um, Why don't you listen to the show? Did you ask me to answer a question, dummy? I'm not, not taking video. notes too. I can't even make fun of you in a different voice because my freaking ha, ha, throat. Ha, ha. This is what happens when you get sick. Shut it, you. Anyway, mm-hmm. I put mine in my life into three different categories. What are the kids going to need in this part of their life? Because that's my my first purpose is first and foremost is always you and the kids. Second is um, what do we need? You know, where what do we need for us, our marriage, and the podcast? Where are we going with it? What what's my purpose and my role in this? Um. And that, that kind of has a side bench of, you know, your job, your scheduling, the things that are coming up, that all goes with the kids and the family, because I don't know what your next steps are. And I need to know where my position and my role is in that. And the third one is, what do I want to do? Yeah. You know, I, I have some things that are kind of, I guess, stirring and I need to know a, a clear plan on what I want to do with that and where I want to go with it. Um, I do know for certain that I want to get the books out this year. Everything is, is pretty well done. I have to finish the last little bit of it, but um, I need to make those connections and get myself figured out there. Yes. And, um, you know, there, there's some other stuff that I'm, I'm kind of kicking around to see what, what do I want to do with it? What does it look like? And how, how do I figure that out, you know? Yeah. <clears throat> well, I think that's great. And a guy that I hold in very high esteem that mentors me, he's kind enough to take the time to mentor me. He listens to the podcast from time to time. So if he hears this, he'll know exactly who I'm talking to. But he takes and he makes the framework of everything he does fit inside these three categories, faith, family, and health. And that was, it was fantastic because most of the time I have 
you know, I have my stuff lined out. But I've gotten distracted from time to time. I've been overwhelmed with things that I do in my profession. And he just laid it out. And it, that's why you got to be so thankful. I, I, I'm probably this for you in a sense, listener, that I'm ahead, of, I'm ahead on the path in this journey. And thank God for people like that. Because this guy and other people like Ed Milet, et cetera, they're ahead of us. So they've been through these places and they have valuable, valuable wisdom to share as you go through these experiences yourself. So that's, that's today's episode. Very powerful if you take the time to sit back and think about it and then put some pen to paper or some pen to iPad or however you keep record of what you're doing to get yourself prepared. What do you need? That is the question. Final thoughts? No, I'm hungry. That's my thought. Okay, I guess put that in your in your notes. <laughs> Listener, I'm hungry. With that being said, she is Jeannie Moran, my lovely wife. I'm Quincy Moran, a.k.a. the Q Dog. And this is Man Versus Marriage, the podcast. <laughs>